and welcome to episode five um, of the um, of, my, of the podcast. Um, today's a special um, edition of the podcast because we're um, not only Matt is here, but we're also welcoming back Terry, who didn't fall down a lift shaft. Um, uh, that was that was a joke. Um, he he's uh, he's with us today to share his insights and his encyclopedic knowledge um, of the beautiful game. So say hello, Terry. Hello. That was that was some jet lag I had. That was wasn't it? The sleep I've just had from all the I missed I missed all the other missed all the other podcasts. But thankfully, Matt Matt stepped in for me, done a sterling job. Good lad. Yeah, thanks. And also, thank you, of thank course, you. yeah, Matt's here. So, hi, Matt. Hello. Hello, everybody, and thank you, Terry. Um, it's an honour to meet you, obviously, officially. <laughs> and uh, I, I feel like that the you know I've stepped into big shoes, but hopefully, I can um, no, attempt to. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, um, I would po- I would point out just briefly, I'm an award-winning journalist. I did win the Tunbridge Mayor's Prize <laughs> for um, something about twenty odd years ago. So, what did you win? Um, I won a ticket to the Museum of the Moving Image um, for doing a like a, tr- a, a, report, a video report on traffic when I was at West Kent College uh, many you, years you ago. Yeah, it before, I mean, it was, I can't believe it. I can't believe I don't, well, I don't, you know, don't like to talk about I don't it. Like to talk, I don't like to talk about <laughs> it because it might maybe it feels a bit big-headed, but yeah. technically I'm an award-winning journalist. So now and again, I mean, I what are accolades really? I mean, oh. it's not about that, is it? It's not why you're in it. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. It's about the. Uh, it's about the fans. You know. Yeah, yeah that's what it's right. about. Just like FIFA, it's all about the fans. You know. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, let's, I'm um, I'm actually talking to you from Sydney. I've I've travelled here and I'm meeting up with my um, yeah, my wife's family in the beautiful eastern suburbs of the Harbour City, which is lovely. Um, I'm actually yeah, I'm right in the eastern suburbs, which is among the beautiful people. So as you can imagine, I just slot straight in. Um, you know, down to Bronte, uh, having a swim in the morning, coffee. You know, just uh, it's the lifestyle thing. You know, I'm I'm happy in any kind of walk of life, and this is seamless, one obviously mate. seamless, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just actually Terry, I need to mention a bit of feedback. So my my niece Lily uh, told me something last night it was actually quite funny. So she was um. She was living in Darwin up until a couple of uh, weeks ago, and they were watching Love Island on TV, um, and um, they had they had buffering issues with it, so it wasn't working, and they chose to listen to our podcast as a second, as like a wow. second best. So I was like, you know, if we're if we're coming second to Love Island, I was thinking that's pretty good. And, and these are like you know twenty something. These are this isn't it's probably not our target audience, if I'm totally honest, uh, for the no. World Cup podcast. So I was like, I was I, I just tell her I'd mention that because um, I just I was like, oh yeah, that's. A pretty good one so i was quite pleased with that but yeah um anyway on to the world that's, cup. that's very good to hear sorry yes. to, that's very good to hear yeah <laughs> um on yeah. the world cup so um th- th- i'm not going to get onto the sort of hyperbole of it all but yeah it, look it was probably the best world cup final ever um and um you know six goals and then penalty shootouts and yeah it was absolutely amazing i think i mean argentina i think in if you look at it overall i think they they did the better team. I mean, they won three games where really. they won the, the normal time. They were kind of like the best for about 70 minutes. And then they yeah. then had to win the extra time. And then they had, then they had to win the penalty shootout. Um, and yeah, so all you can write all the, uh, yeah, all the, the narrative you want about, you know, Messi and Argentina and, and so on. And look, I think they deserved that 
game definitely um yeah look i do have my um <laughs> uh, like the the other side of the coin i suppose is you know here they, we go they <laughs> they, they can it's the second time they've conceded two quick goals like against the netherlands yeah. it was exactly the same two late ones which does hint at a bit of a soft underbelly um they do happen to have not just a generational talent but a kind of you know a talent for the ages in messi um who yeah. orchestrates things they, they're very busy players they're very they're, they run around a lot uh and you know they um they, I, I can't i can't say they're not deserving champions with that in that game alone uh but then you look at the whole tournament i just think yeah and maybe it's my english bias and i'm sort of just you know the one that I got away it, type thing but um i don't know but i don't know what you guys i say I, I think it might be a little bit there with your english bias that uh, the listeners probably may or may not know that i'm not actually i'm not english you know so i i, I did have more of a you know, I went in with a a wider view of, of what you know what I was hoping to see. You know, so it was um, I'd you know, so I don't really have that bias. Um, however, I I I wasn't keen on Argentina from like from the very start. They lost the first game. I thought, oh, this you know this lot of rubbish. They got no chance. But they just gradually got better and better, better yeah. and better with each game. Um, I was having this conversation with Ben about oh, you'll you tend to find that. You know the teams that win it normally peak. They just tend to get better and better, and they yeah. they, they just seem to do that. It was, uh, but you are absolutely right. Soft underbelly, uh, really lucky. I yeah. think really lucky yeah. against two penalty, Australia. Two penalty shootouts, like there's two coin yeah. tosses, like yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I concur. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would say um, the overall. I've listened to you know quite a few podcasts and, and read some stuff because we're like what three three and a bit days post the final I still think the big sort of elephant in the room here is how fit were France because like I, th- I think they don't you know they don't tend to play expansive football and they tend to be they kind of grind out results a bit and they've got great players and you know basically England played the best against them but still lost you know that kind of stuff we've talked about that you know and you've seen that with other teams but I kind of feel like France just looked absolutely terrible that first yeah. half and they looked so off the pace. I can't believe that was just all stage fright. I know, I know like it might all come out in the wash, but there was some really terrible play by a lot of their players. So I kind of feel like not sour grapes against Argentina, but genuinely I'd love, I'd love to know how fit the French players were because they, they just about half of them just did not look like they, you know, they were there at all in in that for, in the first half of the game. Although it was a great game once France got into it, definitely, and it was an amazing game. But yeah, it's um, I know we, me and like, I don't know Terry if you've been if you've been listening, but Dan and I've tried to avoid you know cliched Englishmen about football, yep. but um, basically get stuck into Argentina and they fall apart. And every <laughs> time someone's done that, that's basically what's happened. <laughs> yeah, like Dan said yeah, it. Yeah, Dan, yeah. Dan said it about Otamendi. You know, he, look at he, you know he looked like an absolute cart horse giving that penalty away, and you kind of feel like um, suddenly France woke up and they took it to it. You know, they almost did it. Australia the same. You know, you, you know uh, Holland, uh, Netherlands. Sorry. So I, I still feel like we are worthy winners, but there's a few um, there's a few a few asterisks there for me. So is it? Is, yeah. Do you think there's such a thing this time as as the name was just on the cop? Because even if you just go yeah. through. The starting eleven. I mean, I, I, you, you know, I don't want to 
have too much of a go at the Argentina players. But the goalkeeper played. <laughs> but the goalkeeper yeah. played for Aston Villa. They got you know, yeah. one of their you know, one of their best players plays for Brighton. You know, one of their best players through the. Yeah, tournament. he was great, McAllister. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I have to say Brighton um, and. Di Maria for me, I really like. I've always liked Di Maria as a player, and he he's a massive big game player. He's like scored goals in you know World Cup finals, um, yeah. Champions League finals, Copa America finals. He he was really good. But no, I get what you're saying. You know, there's a. I read some stat where basically you know where Messi's got the biggest walking stat in the in the in the um, tournament. So effectively, you've got nine other players running around for him as yeah. well. So I think you're, I think you guys are you're right. You know, there's there's a lot of running up and down basically to cover for him. But, but yeah, I'm I'm struggling. You got Depaul, uh, Dybala was injured. Yeah, you suddenly, you know, um, the the Martinez. You know, got what three Martinez's. Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Like really, the, it's not I like think, um, you I could think... you could name four or five world class players there. I yeah. think if we talk about the penalty shootout as well, like because I don't obviously it's a bit of a, a yeah sore point penalty shootouts for me. As <laughs> most England fans, I get a little bit twitchy when I even think about even any any team competing in the penalty shootout. But I, I was a, Martinez won the won the game in terms of keepers, uh, keepers but he kind of did it like in a bit of an unfair way. I think he should have been booked when he threw that ball away. Like, why is that not booking? Like, it is. And that will stop him yeah, doing it again. Yeah. And then they've stopped clamping down on this, but it was off his line every single pen. You know, they, yeah. a few years ago, they started retaking them when the keeper came at pace off his line. Every few, yeah. look at every single one. And, and, and um, yeah, Loris wasn't. Loris stayed on his line and sort of dived left or right. Um, yeah. And um, I'm, like, I'm not saying, you know, it's just years ago it was suddenly clamped down we just forgotten about the rules just sort of forgotten about again um are you saying sorry dan are you saying are you feeding into the portuguese no i'm not there's no conspiracy i'm just i'm just i'm just a bit confused as to the 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 rule or the law of the game but um anyway look they i think argentina yeah they're a bit faulted but they did enough to be champions and the narrative is written isn't it it's irrespective of of what actually happened in the game in the tournament is there's a kind of yeah. clean narrative at the end of it, which is yeah they deserve they they got a little bit better every game and they are they that yeah there's a few players there that really play had a great World Cup and um yeah so that's um but I think there was definitely some you know viral fatigue in that French team and it wasn't just the first half it was the half of the second half as well oh, there was just yeah, nothing I, I, they just like yeah. looked sluggish yeah. they just look, didn't look like look leggy they just didn't look like they were uh, and that's when they haven't been they weren't like that all through no. you know the, the tournament um so yeah the um but yeah that's, I, I uh, think I was going to say one thing I really thought was great and I didn't realize this until later on but apparently France made seven subs because they did the five in normal time the mm-hmm. concussion sub and the sub in extra time so yeah they it, it actually I know there's been a lot of talk about subs and apparently in the Premier League they're looking at doing temporary subs like they do in in rugby for you know concussions but um yeah, what, yeah. it actually it really helped the game because really that game was two nil Argentina wasn't it pretty much it was you it know, was dying all yeah. the way it was yeah. dead it was dead until like the <laughs> 70th minute or whatever so it, it kind of shows that with maybe with the substitutions yeah, um I thought that was a positive for it really but yeah. um the yeah. other thing I noticed Dan just for um you know uh, listeners will be aware of this Messi avoiding a, a, another very very clear booking again which are you know kind of narrative settling but yeah. I thought there's a there was like you know the classic like kicking the ball away no intentional but, handball you know, he, did, he did he did he did one of the clearest shirt pulls you're ever going to do to stop an advantage being played and, and didn't get booked so I thought you know the yeah. uh yeah. The, the you know like you said maybe what like you're saying Terry that you know though we sort of joke about those things but 
they do count because if you know if he gets a silly second booking in extra time for a tackle, you know he misses the penalty, doesn't you know all that. Kind of, I know it's what ifs, but you know the, the, the little things like that do uh, do count. But congratulations to Argentina, yeah, worthy they, winners yeah, of the World well Cup. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, I think, yeah, I'm, Finn's been annoying me, and my son. About, oh, you can admit it now, Dad, can't you? Like Messi's clearly clearly the goat. I hate it. I hate that word. Um, yeah. Well, it, it's sort of a bit. I've, I've kind of thought about it a lot, and that, you know, there's no real argument that they he has to be considered if that's something that's even sensible to say that someone's a great yeah. player, which it probably isn't because you know what metrics are you using to establish that? And he's like going, well, obviously, like how many trophies you win? And I go, okay, well, Maradona won one mm-hmm. and lost one. Uh, Pele won three, by the way. Um, you know, and so yeah. you're going to use that magic. And then they go, okay, uh, club level, yes, he's won all uh, awards. And then Finn, was, Finn went into you know, did some research. Oh, Messi scored more goals than Ronaldo against the top five Premier League teams or something, having never yeah. played in the Premier League. I was like, okay, that adds weight to your yeah, case. Yeah. But I think what yeah, it is, yeah. just the Messi, you know, he went to Barcelona Academy when he was 12. He's kind of, yeah. he is a, an amazing footballer he's like you can't express how gifted he is um but he's kind of like created he's sort of sanitized and he's been engineered uh, that way through an academy system whereas maradona has got that kind of romantic sort of backstreet sort of urchin sort of you know look to him and his his demeanor was like that uh, and he also went to an unfashionable club and won the title with them and didn't just play for yep. the yeah. uh, tip top teams yep. you know he took he took a gamble albeit like he may have received some um, uh, you know, allegedly uh, received some extra extra funding for for going to a place like like uh, <laughs> Naples to play his football. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know, and I think and it, and he was a different type of player. He's pugnacious. He was angry. Um, he was also yeah. The tactic was basically give to give Diego the ball and just watch him watch him run at the defence. Whereas yeah, that's not the tactic you give to Messi. Messi kind of just surveys the people around him and sort of finds them with passes. Terry, you got a comment on that? Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know, you can't, you can't really compare eras. You should, shouldn't really do that. However, you know, they, they did have lumps kicked out of him every single game. Diego Maradona. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, so it was, you know, he did, he, you know, he did play in a different time. Mm. Um, you know, Messi getting lots and lots of protection, like you just said then, Matt, as well. Is it, you know, the uh, possible uh, yellow cards escaping, you know, escaping things like that, you know, so, it's, you know, I, I mean, for me, I, 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 yeah, similar to you, Dan. I, I think I think I just prefer Diego Maradona. Mm. I'm not sure why it is. I, I think it's just it's just the taste. Do you reckon it's just a taste it? thing? It's a ta- I don't get excited so, so much. Yeah. So excited when occasionally when he scores yeah. a goal, you go, "Wow, what a goal!" But you don't. I don't yeah. get. Well, he runs on the field. I don't get. I don't go. He doesn't draw my gaze quite as much as Maradona. And look, I was younger, and like as we get older, you know, things in the olden days were better, right? So we we end up looking yeah. back and like thinking, oh yeah, but it was better in the olden days. And I'm, just, you don't want to fall into that. And I just uh, and I just think Maradona has a a bit of a like I I I'm a big Liverpool fan. I used to love watching Luis Suarez, but not not because because also because you just don't well, you, you know what's he going to do? He's going to do something brilliant, yeah. something yeah. mental. Yeah. So it's, it's just. You know, he was—he was—he uh, yeah. was, was, was really great Yeah, just yeah. I—I th- I think for me, I think you—you know—obviously we're of a certain age, but for me, I—I'm going to say I think Messi is the overall is the best player I've ever seen. Um, no doubt about that, and I doubt I'll ever see a player as good as Messi. But I think I'm allowed to say that, and also acknowledge that. He's not my favourite player of all time. Um, you know, I have different players. Like I was watching a little video like yesterday on Romario, you know, the Brazilian striker, who was yeah. like, he was scoring almost one goal a game in, 
in the top flight of Brazilian football until he was like 38, you know? So, he, you know, you, you suddenly, you see some older clips of him, you think, geez, how amazing was he? And, you know, probably Arsenal players aside, you know, I've got a massive man crush on Roberto Baggio just because of his story, a bit like Maradona, you know, all that kind of stuff. I also yep. think we live, we live to sound a bit old we live in an era where everything's on youtube everything's highlight clips everything's you know you can you can you see you actually become desensitized to the increased skill level that's probably around us now and the fact that you get to see players like ronaldo cristiano ronaldo and messi you know doing amazing things week in week out and you know as a kid with parents sorry as a parent with kids um, a kid with parents that's that's general as a parent with kids who who you know who play who play football uh, particularly when they were younger you know the go-to players that people who don't really know football know is, is your Ronaldo's and your Messi's and there's this sort of comparison with all that and you go yeah but they're absolute one-offs that you're probably never going to see for years and years and years so yeah. I think you're allowed to basically say yeah I like you know Suarez Maradona Baggio Burkamp um, but also acknowledge Messi's, yeah, pretty much probably the best ever overall. But I mean, where's you know Ronaldinho? Players like that, you know that that you know those kind of characters. Oh God, I've got characters, haven't I? I think we, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think yeah. maybe the dust has to settle a bit as well. I mean, remember Messi's still playing, yeah. so to to try and have a yeah. have a sort of a view of like you know who is the best of all time even if that's a sensible thing to try and establish um then maybe yeah. we wait i mean we know the Messi's now being paid loads of money to be the saudi arabian tourism ambassador so that you know yeah. good luck to him you know as i said yeah. maradona if he was around probably would have been almost certainly taking that money to do that like there's no yeah. way he would have been you know uh t- taking a sort of moral high ground there um no. and maybe let's talk a bit about the the, the, the legacy that this world cup leaves behind the money in the world Ooh. Is yeah. in the is in yeah. the Middle East now, right? That's where the cash is. Yeah. Um, and there's rumours that Saudi Arabia are putting trying to put together a bid for a World Cup. Um, yeah. You know, so, but there's no doubt. You know, we, myself and Terry obviously we attended the World Cup. It was, you know, it's first in the Arab nation. It was very safe. It was very inclusive in terms of I say inclusive, but it was inclusive in terms of there was lots of women and children going. Like, not obviously. Yeah universally inclusive um but it, there was no no sort of loutish behavior i didn't see one example of that the whole time i was there um and so and and people have commented you know um in that that it is a bit of a um departure to go into a muslim country and and the you know the european sort of power base and isn't maybe it, it, people need to sort of wake up to the fact that it is that it is that global game and like, i'm not sure i totally I'm fully comfortable with that kind of analysis, but I just, um, that that's what people are saying about that legacy uh, that, that it leaves behind. Obviously it leaves behind lots of eight pristine stadia, which I'm not quite sure what they're going to do with, um, <laughs> given that they probably only need they're one. Really. They've uh, started dismantling a few. Yeah, of them, I know right? a few of them already. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know how many they're going to keep of the eight. Um, is it four of them? Or oh, I don't even know. Um, but anyway, well, you've got the, um, you've got the Asian cup tournament being held there next year, apparently. So I don't know. They'll keep a few of them for that. Yeah. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. yeah. But look, I suppose that all remains to be seen. Um, but the reality is, you know, that FIFA will go where the money is and the money is at the moment in the Middle East, particularly as we're getting, you know, look at the economies around the world, look at the, you know, potentially recessions. <laughs> you, you know, you're not going to get lots of people queuing up to host these tournaments anymore. And then you get 
you know, ready, willing, and able participants in the Middle East going, we'll stage it. And then, you know, yeah. FIFA go, oh, okay. You know, and the, the, the money, the money talks. Um, unfortunately, that seems to be the, the main metric on which um, these decisions are made. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether anyone's got any comment on that or about legacy and what this really means. I don't know. Go on, mate. You go. Sorry, mate. No, I was going to say, I was actually going to say, what do you reckon, Terry? Because you were there, you know, with Dan, and then you've come back here. And you lived there and, you know, also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you lived, lived there, there as well. Because well, so... I've, I've got my, I've, I've, I did live in a Muslim country in the 80s for a little while. I've got a few thoughts on it without getting super political, but yeah, I just wondered what you thought. Well, um, I mean, I have a lot of, of friends that still live there, and they were. Well, uh, prior to the football starting, it was all, all the talk because there was no, no football had started. So all the talk was about women's rights, gay rights, workers' rights. Um, but once the football got started, that 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 all kind of drifted away, um, which was <laughs> um, which was my kind of you know, you know people talk about uh, sports washing, you know. So that was what you yeah. know, my worry. And, you know, that was done, that's the sort of legacy that I'll take from it. Sports washing, you know. For it's, yeah. Although it's not, you know, the country is not as as bad um, as what has been has been made out. But but it's it you know, but it's certainly, you know, there are areas that, you know that need to be addressed, and it's just washed over. I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah um, makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, was amazed at the... the amount of like, of help. You know, like everywhere you went with the you know the supermarket supermarket packers and the petrol attendants. It was um it was like going back in time or something. Although I don't even remember a time like that in where I grew up. But I imagine it would be like a sort of you know pre-apartheid South Africa where you got lots of people around on very low <laughs> incomes helping you out all the time. And yeah. look, and I know that it's probably yeah. too simplistic to to try and there's you know no mm. comparison to those two situations. But just the fact that there was this sort of kafala system where you've got very low paid migrant workers doing all the jobs um and that was yeah that that was what what the what i thought um yeah. all right the um i mean for me it's it is it is kind of yeah it's uh i mean it was it was absolutely brilliant to be back there i mean i, you know, I lived there for seven years it's brilliant to see to see how the country had changed the stadiums are unbelievable and like you said dan there was you know, there was you know zero loutish behavior mm. um but yeah, I just, yes, it's uh, you know I just I just think they you know just needed to sh- you know shine shine more of a light on the on what you know, what is happening in the country yeah, you know, and, yeah. and 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 you know, on the region you know yeah. yes for me that's that's my own take on it yeah Matt you got a comment yeah well I I think I, I weirdly feel sad the last couple of days about it all and I'm really conflicted and I don't want to turn this into a massive rant but I do feel. <laughs> No, because honestly, I think it's, you know, you can, I think there's been some really valid criticisms of Western and um, sort of Arabic culture, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, one of the better terms. I think there's some really good valid criticisms. For example, the as me and you have said, Dan, I think you, you probably said it as well, Terry, you know, this kind of fixation in with all the UEFA sort of Northern Hemisphere countries about, oh, it's a Winter World Cup and isn't it terrible? Well, no, actually, it's a Winter World Cup for half the world, you know, and a Summer (laughs) World Cup for the other half. So, you know, I think it really highlights those kind of, you know, um, the biases, just the kind of uh, biases and arrogance, really. Let's, let's, you know, let's be honest. But, But also, for me, I really hate all the sports washing stuff that's happening right now. And I feel, on the one hand, I feel actually football won this World Cup, if I'm getting a bit kind of romantic about it, because as a football 
experience. The sta- on the TV, all the stadiums look the same. You know, they look great, but they all look the same. There wasn't that yeah. kind of difference that you would have got. But then if you watch the Champions League, you know, all the pitches look the same, all the goals are the same, all the, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. But I think actually football won. Like, I think it was a great tournament for mm. the actual game of football. But off the pitch, it's really hard to think this was just, you know, <laughs> like money, power, all that stuff. But then you mm. kind of go, is that any different to every other country that's going to do it? You know, and then you're going to get this like more. You get in this moral vacuum of yeah. like, who's who's worse? Who's you know? And yeah. and it's really hard to it's re, it's really hard not to kind of think too deeply about it and go like Russia was Russia worse? You know, isn't yeah. I saw some stuff. America supplies something like thirty seven percent of the weapons that Saudi Arabia's use. You know, you start to get into all these metrics and they go. I just want to. I know I sound like an apologist now, but I was like, can I just enjoy the football and not worry about all the other stuff? You know, I feel like that a bit about it. I have to be honest. No, you, um, no you're probably difficult. right, Matt. I think I think I think I might be taking myself a, a bit too seriously. Possibly, yeah. I think I think. But, it, but it's actually thinking that you're right. I know. There's a I means the I World Cup. Difficult not to, Terry. Though you know, One of I the think hosts, it's difficult not yeah. to. We're, we're not we're not robots at the end of the day, and we and you know you can see. Infantino, I thought that whole thing with—is it the burst or whatever you call it—the burst, you know, the, you know, that for me summed up the World Cup when they put that the the cloak on, the, him. Um, <laughs> the cloak on him. I just thought you're not allowed to do politics in football apart from right at the end when you give the World Cup. You know? so <laughs> yeah, I thought for me that summed it up. Having said that, Emmy Martinez saved the day with his Golden Glove celebration because <laughs> that that for me was just the comeback of all comebacks you know you can have all your sports washing but you can't stop someone basically pretending to have close relationship <laughs> with the club <laughs> you know, so, so yeah. I, I thought hats off to Andy Martinez all, all um, penalty shootout stuff is forgiven uh, and uh, thank you for saving the day <laughs> yeah cool alright well look we're going to take a little break now and then we back off we're going to talk a bit after this about global pecking order what this means for shifts in uh you know who's got bragging rights around the world about who's the best and second best and so on and then we're going to talk a little bit about the um melbourne derby match from last weekend which was abandoned so uh, we'll see you in just a moment hello welcome back um so we're going to just talk a little bit about Argentina's victory. Incidentally, the first team since Spain to lose their opening game and go on to win the title. Um, what this means in terms of global um, pecking order and sort of power. Um, obviously, we've got Brazil with the five World Cups sitting out front still. And then West Germany slash Germany and Italy on four. Uh, Argentina now on three. So in fourth place. So the fourth most successful um, country in terms of world um, on the world stage and then France and Uruguay both on two um, and then England and Spain uh, bringing up the rear with just the one so I'm just sort of thinking um, obviously as I said Argentina have climbed, climbed the ranking there France would have done the same um, but just thinking who's going to add to those tallies soon I, I think I think I spoke to you about this Terry the, um, the when Brazil play a more pragmatic style they seem to get more more bang for their buck at tournaments um, they don't, maybe they don't get as many plaudits and that kind of you know right. the, uh, the, uh, but so I think unless they can you know if Brazil play a more pragmatic style I, th- I, I sort of predict that actually I reckon three and a half years you're going to see yeah. assuming they qualify which they do because they or they never have not qualified um i think we'll predict i think i predict that you're going to see a really dull brazil turn up and i think you're going to see them get go deep in three and a half yeah, well, years you know, well, I mean, you know, you, 
you say dull, but you know, in two thousand, was it two thousand and two and nineteen ninety four? Yeah, they were, you know, very very pragmatic. Yeah, workmen. You know, they use cliched terms, workmen, but they weren't they weren't exciting. No, yeah, they weren't weren't particularly exciting teams that won it. So it's. uh, so yeah, and I think the, yeah. the obviously the Germans and Italians. The I mean Italy will come back. Obviously they've been out of the having been European champions to then not qualify is a bit of a disaster for them. But they'll be back. I mean the four titles. I think their 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 natural style of playing football historically lends itself to tournaments. I think Italy particularly just they they know how to how to reach crescendo moments in games and tournaments. I think they're just masters at that. Obviously they weren't here this time, uh, but if they had been here, I think that you would you would have seen them you know go go deep into the yeah. tournament because they're just yeah. good at mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then the Germans. I think you said this too. Germans have actually been in more finals than Brazil. Um, so yeah. Germany are probably, arguably, you know, in terms of not just winning, but like overall success at World Cups, you could make a case that it's actually the German team that are they're out in front, although not as many, you know, trophies. I think so. Um, just although, the- although, although, so having said that, now you were talking, you know, talking about teams of the, you know, that will, you know, will start to come to the fore again. Germany, interestingly, that it's, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of German you know, of Germany and, you know, so what they've done and you know, they always turn up. I mean, obviously the last two World Cups haven't, sorry, the last two, yeah. yes, the last two World Cups haven't been great. They're the, 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 both, mm. both, uh, yeah, you know, both the uh, the early rounds. Um, we were talking about golden generations and players coming through with, with the exception of, you know, Jamal Musiala. I, I, I don't think they've got a, mm. you know, particularly bright sort of future I don't, yeah. I don't think yeah. I can't I can't think of many of many other young players that are coming through in the German team no no, no they weren't uh, any evidence apparently apparently they're looking at um what, the, what you know we haven't mentioned England yet obviously but uh, they haven't apparently Germany are looking at England which is weird because obviously 20 odd years ago England was looking at yeah. Germany so yeah. I, I think you're right there Terry um it's yeah, it's very, particularly of men of a certain age. It's very unusual to see Germany yeah. basically flopping at tournaments, yeah. not even being really annoyingly gritty and getting through to yeah. the semis or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. they just yeah. haven't. They haven't. You know, I mean, obviously, when England beat them at the Euros last year, I would have said genuinely that side was better than the one I saw at the World Cup here. But even mm. so, you know, it's just saying England beating Germany in the knock out game is pretty unusual so uh, yeah it's difficult to see Germany I mean the one thing I would say you know just to pick you up slightly on the uh, you know on your western bias there Dan with the stats um, (laughs) Uruguay while we're being inclusive um, Uruguay have the four stars because they won the Olympic tournament twice prior to 1930 and uh, I think they it was because it was organised by FIFA or what then became right. FIFA or something. Allegedly, they've they've got some deal where they kind of it's like yeah. <laughs> so maybe two slightly of, smaller stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, kind of, I, I admire that. So really, I mean, England, the England team won it a couple of times as Team GB. I kind of thought, you know, should we not be, um, yeah. you know, uh, well, of course, you know, the, pushing the, hard. The, the asterisk as well is that you know, football in Argentina and Uruguay was and Brazil actually uh, was yeah. set up by British expats, right? Yeah, so exactly. Got, Asterisk yeah. by proxy. I mean, that's a lot of trophies. For yeah. the, uh, 
for the uh, for the British expat group in South America. Well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and so basically, in about five minutes of the second half, we managed to pull it all back round to um, <laughs> it's all due to uh, the good old days. Yeah, the good old, good old England. Yeah, yeah. 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 Terry may not agree with that. The um, uh, I mean, look, France and England. France apparently have streams of talented youngsters coming through. Yeah, um, some of which I'm aware yeah. of, and some not. England clearly do like have have lots of talented players coming through. Um, but yeah. Spain, yeah, I think they do have some. Um, I'm not, whether that they can be shaped into uh, a, a, a sort of tactical um, blueprint that yeah. can actually win a tournament, I don't know. Whether they're going to stick to their their um, you know tried and tested pass the team to death and eventually the ball will just roll into the yeah. net, um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, your, Germany is the one that you sort of think don't can't see them adding to that. In, in in the next sort of couple of you know, next World no. Cup anyway, um, no. Italy not sure. Um, Argentina again, I'm not even sure. No. We've talked again, like rather than yeah. talking about you know they're a bit fortunate and they they um, we won't go back there, but um, they don't seem to have you know talent in abundance. But people may disagree with that. Um, so yeah, I think maybe yeah Brazil if they can change style, you know Germ- Germany no, Italy possibly, um, Argentina maybe, but France and England maybe I think are the two. A two to watch, but I'm probably a bit biased on that. But no, no, I, 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 I definitely say that mm, yeah, England, yeah. England, England, France. Um, yeah, yeah, they're really cool. bright. Think, All right, the, the okay. Netherlands, the Netherlands weren't that great. It, sorry to carry yeah, on, no, sorry, but the Netherlands, the Netherlands are not there yet. I don't think, and um, no. Bel- Belgium have peaked, haven't they? So you, yeah. I, I wonder as well, like you know. Uh, we had Morocco come through and a lot of their players are technically French, but, you know, um, what's the word? Dance, diaspora. 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 Moroccan diaspora. diaspora. Or Berber diaspora. diaspora. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, we won't go down the Berber. No, let's not talk again, about that. But, but I think also, um, like just with Asia, you know, look at some of the results from Saudi Arabia, Australia um, and Japan. I think that, I'm not saying there's been a seismic shift, but, I think it bodes well for the fact that just mm. the general quality of the game across uh, the, the continents is is definitely on the up. But yeah, I would exactly. like to see. I would. I mean, it was great, you know, for Argentina. Not quite as great for Brazil, but um, you know, where's your Colombia's, your Chile's, you know that, you know, your yeah. Uruguay's. That yeah. it does feel like there's not a lot else in. I could mm. be wrong here, but in South America and um, particularly. You know Mexico and uh, the USA. You know they've they've got some work to do for mm. for the next World Cup. But anyway, yes, um, roll on cool. Euro twenty twenty four. Yeah. Does, does either of you guys feel feel there's been just a, just this bit of a, a watershed here, just a, a a big changing of the guard? Because mm. I just think you know, over the next year, because we'll probably won't see Messi again, Lewandowski, Neymar. Yeah. Mm. Even someone like you know, Mohamed Salah, you know, he's you know, yeah. 31, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, lots of you yeah, know, I, I'm excited. Very, very well known we, players, and then we've got all this the whole whole raft of you have young lads, yeah. you have young players yeah. coming through. You know, it's yeah. uh, I think I think we have seen a bit of a bit of a change, a bit of a shift. Yeah, no, I am I'm, I'm I think you're right, uh, Terry. I think it's gonna be really interesting over the next few years because it is that kind of end of an era for so many players. And yeah. we were mentioning some older players that we, you know, from the nineties and early two thousands, and you always think, Oh, where's the next lot coming from? But yeah, I I think it's um yeah, that's World Cups are often that, you know the last knockings aren't they of one generation mm. and then you get the new generation come along and those one-off players but yeah I think I think I make you right there it'd be interesting to see Dan's favourite player um, you know uh, St Jude of Bellingham you know those <laughs> yes. kind of guys you know but he's going to be he's what 18 now he's going to be next 
Euros, twenty-ish Euro, World Cup, twenty-one, twenty-four, yeah. twenty-one, twenty-six. Yeah. You know, so so you got players like Foden, Saka. For, I'm just talking clearly English here, but like Mbappe yeah. will be another four years older. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it'd be um, yeah, yeah in, interesting yeah. to and look at the the young the Spanish guys like Gabby. You know, they're seventeen, yeah, eighteen, Gabby. nineteen. You know, you know, so yeah, Hendry kid as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited. So yeah. All right. Well, we'll move on. We're going to talk about the the, the Melbourne Derby game last week because it was a bit of a well, I'd never witnessed anything like that. I mean, uh, the I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about like the reasons. I'm just because I don't think it's like I don't I don't think you can. Although the reason that they moved on the 20-minute mark was because of a protest that they're moving the grand final to Sydney uh, for three years, I think what actually happened was quite different to that. And I think I was pretty disgusted yeah. and I was just saddened to see that people would yeah. assault players and referees and think that they're like, you know, think that that's something that, in terms of the culture that they have, look, that they would actually do um, in in sort of, you know, in Melbourne, city that I go to a lot, and and just yeah. the, the fact that I'm sharing the space with people that would do that sort of really sort of disgusted me and sort of saddened me. Yep. Um, and I really do. I think they've already rounded up some of them, and they've they'll give them bans and and fines, and hopefully some some um, yeah some some maybe some more severe punishment for the people that were kind of throwing buckets at, at people. And you know, it was just um, um, yeah. I, I, and there's flares to talk about as well because they you know they're part of the apparently part of the some I'm not part of that football culture I've never you know in, in England no. we, flares are not really part of that but I know that in southern European countries I think that they do you do see more flares and it's sort of like um, tolerated um, but I don't think and I think because that's kind of how the, the it all kind of kicked off was flares being flown from the field and then it kind of escalated yeah. from there well, Terry you were at the game were, weren't you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah well, I mean they were throwing flares I mean flares and also smoke flares I think I think it was a you know a big a big difference between the you know between the two. You probably shouldn't be taking them into a football stadium, no. either one. But um, yeah, I mean, I was I I, I went with my uh, with my brother-in-law and we met up for a drink prior to the game. And his son, who came with us, he said, "Oh yeah, what about the uh, the protest?" And I said, "What you know, what protest?" And um, you know, they explained to me what uh, what what was going on. I didn't have a clue to be quite honest. But then, but then when we got to the ground. It didn't start at 20 minutes. It started more or less straight away as soon as, soon as the game kicked off, and particularly after the early goal of victory, sorry, that um, uh, Melbourne City scored. The um, the Melbourne Victory fans started, uh, yes, yeah, started throwing flares onto the field. The Melbourne City fans were doing were doing the same also. So, so, it, so it started off quite on, on around about 10 minutes, and they just, it just sort of built and built. But the referee stopped the game a couple of times because of, Flares, flares on the on the field at one stage. You look at the, 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 there was one. I thought the the net was going to get a catch on fire. It was one of the flares went right into the net. Um, but yeah, it just it, yeah, it built on from about yeah the sort of ten minute mark. And it got about the eighteen minute mark, and it was yeah, and, the, and then and then obviously there was the you know the pitch invasion. I think it's you know unfairly. The Melbourne City goalkeeper has been blamed for throwing a, a flare, but, but something back into the. The crowd. He didn't. He just kind of reached down, picked up, and he didn't even look where he was throwing it. He just threw it backwards. Yeah. Um, but as far as far as I can tell, it was nothing to do with. And I don't want to sound like some old git, you know, some you know, some old. It was, but it was nothing to do with with protests and money. It was. It was. Yeah. You know, quite a. It was actually quite a. You know, a reasonably large group of people that just decided that they wanted to be assholes. I think that that was as far as. 
Mm. You know, I wouldn't give them any more credit than that, no. to be honest with you. No. Yeah. And I mean, actually, they they should also be charged for being really bloody stupid because I, I think there was it was like they they it looked like this like it was a they'd watched too many nineteen eighties football. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Green, Green Street, and, Green Street. Yeah, and I don't think they realised that yeah. in the nineteen eighties was one camera at the ground. There's cameras everywhere. <laughs> how did they think? How did they're not going to get identified? It was just absolutely mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, I did have a not not a similar experience, but I think it was last season. I was driving in my car to a Melbourne City Melbourne victory game, and we had to stop to do a U turn uh, in yeah. in the, at the traffic lights, and the and the victory march that goes from the bridge on Punt Road up uh, Olympic Boulevard, and they all sort of streamed past my car, and I was with like you know my son and two my nephew and and his friend, and they were they were young lads, and a couple of them had Melbourne City shirts on, and they're like um they were just all like thumping on the side of the car, giving me the finger and. And just sort of like I was just and my reflection was oh you know how brave of you uh you know 200 of you thumping on my car giving me like kind of trying to antagonize me I just sort of look back at them you know uh, but it was just it was that it did feel like that kind of element it was those people <laughs> that were thumping on my car and it looked like them yeah. <laughs> yeah. on, on the field it was like they tended to wear black and they, they sort of fancy themselves as some sort of yeah 80s throwback um in, and it's just it's just a bit sad it's like what yeah. are you doing like what this it's not what I don't I I don't want to share the game with you, and they do get bans. I'm glad. Like, don't go and go and watch. Don't do something else because um, it's just it's just not not needed here, and not required. Here. Yeah. I'm all for I'm all for passion, and I'm all for you know yeah. supporting your team. But yeah, God, they um, and I don't know. You know, I think alcohol had been taken by plenty of the people that were thumping on my car, and that was probably the same um, for for those that went on the field. But that's no excuse. You can't you can't you can't do things like that. And it's just sad that Australia is such a high point in the World Cup. You know, getting to the last, um, yeah, the the the, the, the last the last stage of the tournament, getting through the group stage. And Matthew Leckie, one of the players that scored the goal, was you know was playing on the weekend. It was like, and what and what a fantastic goal Melbourne City scored, and that's just airbrushed out of history. It was yeah, amazing. Great, oh, I love yeah, I love yeah. a flick in a box. There's nothing gets <laughs> yeah. me going quite the same as that. And, uh, <laughs> just a, such a shame. But anyway, look, hopefully you know the game will re- recover and reinvent itself, and things will move on. But yeah, it's just really, I just sad like. Yeah, I I found myself feeling really, really angry about it because I just thought, like, we're not even, like, born and bred Aussies and, you know, living over here, let's, you know, putting it bluntly, there's a kind of a bit more of an old edge against, you know, almost a bias, I think, against, like, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, fan cultures are not Australian. It's a different way of, you know, and you kind of feel like you're going into bat and defend it. Someone said to me, you know, what is it about soccer and these fans? And you kind of feel like, oh, not that again. But then you kind of yeah. feel like, actually, yeah, what is it about soccer and these fans? And <laughs> yeah. I think you guys, you know, like, there's, but I think that's the problem when you're the biggest sport on the planet, you know, by nature, your top's going to, you know, you're going to get the very cream of the crop. You're a broad, you're a broad church. Of everything. Broad, yeah, you, you, but, but I think also, you, you know, we're, we've seen it before um you don't need you know you, you need if you get a, you get a spark and it'll set off those kind of basic idiots really who are there to do um whatever they want because they can get away with it because it's a bit of a mob mentality mm. i heard rumors that they it was all pre-planned because the police were outside you know there's been this kind of where was the police response but all the police and security are outside the stadium to i don't know if that's what you noticed terry but that's what i've heard that they're all outside because obviously yeah. the plan was that there'll be a big walkout and i think 
for the what was it the Melbourne victory original style Melbourne guys to come out and say this wasn't pre-planned I think that is very very rich because if they were, if it wasn't pre-planned why did they all rush onto the pitch you know and yeah. not do what everyone else did Who knows? and as me I think I think I think the other thing is just I know it's easy to tie our fans with a brush but Melbourne victory have got a long history of this stuff so it may be there is a you know they need to look at themselves but I, I yeah being an optimist I just hope the, I think the response has been good so far, but it's kind of time to say, right, enough is enough. You know, the game carries on and, you know, they deal with these kind of things firmly, but also keeping the positives going of, of everything yeah. that's happened recently. But yeah, but yeah it's, a, it's a bit of taste, isn't it? It's a bit when you just see people, we all love football, when you basically go, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, why are you doing? And I hate this fake ultras stuff. I just detest it and I just mm. really feel and look, most, yeah. I mean it's a, it's a cliche but you know most victory fans are probably also appalled by oh yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. Oh, totally. it's, um, yeah. So, but having yeah. said that yeah. they the problem with like trying to distance yourself from the people that did it is that they are actually fans like they like there were yeah. a few Melbourne yeah. victories shirts and stuff among among them yeah. and they they would probably count them so they're not infiltrators although you know you might someone might argue the contrary but didn't feel like that they were they're the kind of people that I've no. seen before there it's not they didn't look yeah. out of place um, yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, so um, we're sort of coming towards the end. Um, obviously, we're coming up to Christmas. Just talk a little bit about yes. that. Like the, uh, um, as I said, I'm in Sydney. Uh, just doing my. I get a bit depressed about rabid consumerism, and then I, then I cave in and join in a little bit right at the end. Really. I get a bit with all the I'm, money and the people buying stuff, and then I go, oh, well, God, <laughs> what are we getting the kids? By the way, uh, and then I then I go and do it. I'm gonna become do what completely contradict my uh, myself. Take a stance early on, and then just cave in. Uh, but I don't know about as you guys. As, as soon as this is finished, mate, I'm straight down the shop to get some <laughs> late stuff that I was meant to get about five hours ago. So uh, yeah. no pressure, but let's get moving. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I actually love Christmas. I had, I, I oh, my gifts bought in yeah. October. Yeah, yeah, I got my gifts bought in October. I'm just... Uh... <laughs> my wife. I just do it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, my wife just says, "Right, could you just go and sort it out?" Because because Mel Mel can't You're be me. Terry does Christmas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Terry does. Uh, te- Terry does do Christmas. Wow. I mean, I love Christmas, Terry. Genuinely, I really do. I'm very excited because I've got I've got tomorrow Friday off, so I'm yeah almost home and host. But that is. That's unbelievable uh, admin. I have to give you credit there. It is, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. I know some people yeah, buy gifts through the course of the year, but that's just like that's like psychopathic, I think. And like, and they, and they like tuck them away. And go, oh, that's a good bargain. Let's get that for Christmas. And it's like in March, and you go, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what? How does your brain work that way? I yeah. don't understand. Uh, I think ter- Terry would struggle um, in a, the World Cup of Christmas gift buying, but overall, he'd win. Like, you know, he'd win the Premier League, wouldn't he? Yeah. And not sprint. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's, it's, a good, it's a good effort yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah alright no, guys well um, I think we're coming towards the end Has anyone got yeah. any other parting shots before we leave oh, I'm just going to say uh, obviously to our millions of listeners worldwide uh, you know Merry Christmas <laughs> uh, but thank you um, I, I was going to say to you two actually because I know Dan and myself often talked about doing a pod um, over the years and a few beers but I thought um, you know to embarrass you two slightly it was great listening to uh, the Qatar ones particularly getting a taste for that and uh, thanks for getting this going and um, just 
also to the the feedback you know we've had we genuinely do have <laughs> listeners around yeah. the world so so at least three and, and you know at least three mate apparently five but uh, i think well unless you count pets it twice. and then it's four yeah, yeah. <laughs> well okay yeah we'll, we'll talk about that at the next uh, meeting but no i think um genuinely it's been nice to get some feedback and uh, people being patient with things and, and microphones and stuff but it's been it's been good and uh yeah hopefully um in the new year we'll 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 sit down and sort some new stuff out so yeah, absolutely yeah, that was some it. Premier League stuff so I, I, I think yeah. more everybody tears with Liverpool chat I think um, no, I'm not interested in Premier League territory sorry. The, uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless, unless I'm going to get promoted then I'm all over yeah. Um, yeah I think if you I'm told if you like and subscribe things which, and what, or however you listen to this then that, that's helpful and good for us so please do that if you can um, but yeah um, only remains to say Happy Christmas everyone and um, hope everyone gets what they want yes Merry Christmas everybody See Merry later. Christmas wherever you are. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Goodbye. Take it easy. Bye bye.